climbers we have yet another songwriter interview from nashville nights international songwriting festival 2021 this at the time that i'm recording this bumper right now this artist is in the top four currently at american idol so by the time you hear this i believe the season will be over and she will ha- have placed one through four. We don't know yet. <laughs> but uh, Hunter Girl here, is, what a great story. If you've been following her on American Idol, you see, uh, you know, you see a lot b- uh, behind her and her story and everything. And what a, what a fun interview. She's a, a, a real artist. I mean, this is the very first artist ever in the history of American Idol to win the platinum ticket. Ooh. Everybody gets a golden ticket if you win and you go to Hollywood. The mm-hmm. platinum ticket means you surpass the first round of Hollywood. And you get to also choose when you get into the duet section, you get to choose your partner. Oh, wow. Uh, which is, I mean, if you know anything about this, you know, when people get promoted up to the point of incompetence and they start to fold mentally and spiritually and they can't actually walk through the door that's been open for them, this is a very common thing. If that's your duet partner, that can scuttle you too. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, being able to pick like a true talent and somebody that you feel has the confidence to walk through that door with you. That's a really big deal. So mm-hmm. super, super sweet girl. What a fun person to get to know. Welcome to the club. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you Create leverage in the music business. Leverage is the key in the new music business. You're not going to be plucked out of obscurity. The the big company isn't going to make it happen for you. You've got to make it happen for yourself. That's the bad news. The good news is you don't need anybody's permission. You just need to create leverage in the music business. C-L-I-M-B. Brilliant. So let's get to the interview right here. Here's Hunter Girl. All right, Johnny D from the Climb Show Music Business Podcast here on American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network. You can find that at americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. We are live from the Nashville Nights International Songwriters Festival here in Odense, Denmark, uh, September 19th today, mm-hmm. right? Last day of the festival. Yeah. My guest today is Hunter Girl. Hey, Hunter Girl. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about you and how you got here, first of all. And then I want to talk about um, Janelle tells me that you got a song. She's like, she's got a song. Like, oh, the, the song from yesterday. Song. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was like, you got to talk about that, you know. So oh, awesome. So let's st- start with, I, I know you said you're from Montego. Like, how long have you been in Nashville? And how did you get here to Denmark? Like, how did that happen from Montego to Denmark? Like, yeah. Okay. Explain. So, wow. Long story. <laughs> um, grew up on the mountain near Montego, Tennessee. Um, started singing when I was about three years old. And in my grandfather's church, he's a preacher. And then I grew up five minutes from my grandparents, too. So all they listened to was country music. And Dolly Parton, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. Sure. Yeah, so I was surrounded by it. And I was like, okay, I know I want to do music. I was three years old, running around the house singing. (laughs) And mom could not get me to shut up. (laughs) And from there, you know, I started playing guitar when I was about, I guess, 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. Started writing songs when I was nine. Okay. And uh, ended up traveling when I was about 15 or 16. My, Mm -hmm. My parents would take me everywhere and drop me off and 
stay in the audience, you know, and hang out and be like, oh my gosh, my 15 year old's in a bar. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh, then mom would sit outside and look and be like, I just hope she doesn't get attacked or kidnapped. <laughs> so, oh, so you start that going down to Mondego and then you turn 18, you move up to Nashville. Is that right? When did you move to Nashville? Um, yeah. Right when I turned 18, uh, moved to Nashville, Tennessee. I've been here for about, I guess, five years, okay. five and a half, maybe. Okay. And now how did you, I mean, how'd you get to know Blue? How did you get into this circle? So uh, when I got here, um, I started going to school at MTSU in Murfreesboro. And, you know, I was in Nashville every day. Like, Were you taking songwriting classes there? Uh, a few. It was more music business classes. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask if you had Odie Blackman. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. He's a friend of mine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love him. He used to sleep on my couch when he first came to Nashville. Yes, he did. I'm going to have to text him. Yep. Yeah. Be like, hello. Look who I found. Look who I did. He's a hoot, man. Yeah, I love Odie. All right, go on. Sorry. No, no, you're good. That's crazy. Small world. Yeah, no, Odie's hilarious. Um, It's kind of wild is how everything. I feel like music's like these little moments that you don't know that are going to matter at that time. That, mm. you know, when you look down the road, you're like, if I hadn't done that one thing or went to that one place at that one second, like, it, everything would have been changed. Yep, everything would have been and changed. And that, that stresses me out sometimes. I'm like, oh, I need to go this or I need to do this. And it's making nah. those decisions. But you can't live that way. And That's right. So I met him at Freak Show, the one that Terry Joe Box puts on that writer's round. Yeah. Yeah, at the local and um, I'd seen him there, you know. Now, did you play Freak Show? Yes. Okay, yeah. so how did you get on that? Like, you had to know Terry Joe, right? Um, yeah, I was riding with a lot of the same people that, you know, were on the rounds. Okay. And I'd come out and hang out. I think that's I think that's one of the most important things whenever you're trying to play somewhere is being a supporter first before you ask for something. Sure. You know, everybody wants to bring somebody up. You know, I feel like the exchange is, oh, I'm going to help this way, and I want to be here for you. And I think people definitely reciprocate that kind of energy and those kind of people mm-hmm. and so you know just supporting somebody for so long and then you finally get that hey do you want to play and you're just like yes you know <laughs> yes, I, <would. laughs> I want to because so many amazing songwriters and artists have come up through freak show and so right. it was really really cool to get to be a part of that and then meeting blue and other songwriters and getting on rights and stuff so so um hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. For anybody from American Songwriter, like listening that isn't familiar with the Freak Show in Nashville, it's a very high-end curated uh, writer's night uh, by Terry Joe Box. She's been doing it for I think what like a, like nine or ten years. That's now. what I'm thinking now. Something like that. And I mean, this is where Ashley McBride came up through mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, a lot of great writers have come up through that. Dan Smalley. Um, yeah. You know, so it's it's. It's the place to be on Wednesday nights at the local, True. and now it's ex- expanded into Friday nights as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know, really, you know, really good connections there. You know, it's gonna be meeting good writers and industry people are gonna be there. And, mm-hmm. You know, you never know what's going on. So, so you get asked to be put on that. Then Blue's there that night. Yeah. Okay. And then what happens next? Um, Blue kind of came up to me. He's like, "Oh, you did such a great job," and you know, he's like, "We should write some time," and then. You know how that goes. Schedules get crazy. You never know. Mm-hmm. And so one of my co-writers ended up saying, hey, do you want to write with me in Blue Foley? And it was like not long after that. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we ended up starting writing together. And Blue would come to shows. And I would go out and see Freak Show and other venues that we'd play. And, you know, he's always been a really huge supporter and mm-hmm. of original music, songwriting, and He's definitely a cheerleader for everybody. I can say that for sure. He's a cheerleader, that's a fact. And so then that led to your invitation to come to the Nashville Nights National Songwriters Festival here in in Odense, Denmark. Yes, yeah. That probably happened about, I guess, three years ago, maybe, that I started writing with Blue. And then um, it was funny. I hadn't, you know, because of the quarantine and COVID, I hadn't really been able to see a lot of people. Sure. And, And so I posted on Facebook. I started getting to play again. And ended up playing a Riders Festival in Kentucky mm-hmm. and the Sandy Lee Song Fest. And I posted a picture with some songwriters. And Blue's like, oh, my gosh, you know, I know him. And he was like, would you like to come to Denmark? And, like, commented that on my Facebook. And I'm like, that was the best invitation ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally like, are you serious? Like, what's going on? Nice. I'm like, we are definitely 21st century right now getting invitations <laughs> on Facebook. Right, that's right. And I was dying laughing. I was like, is this for real or are you, like, are you messing with me? <laughs> So was that for this one? Or this before? one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. So tell me about the song, the song. What's okay. the song called? So yesterday I played at Storms, and oh my gosh, I love Janelle. Janelle's amazing. And she was <laughs> out there. there. and um, I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's so sweet. And we were out there, and it was really cool because a lot of the writers from this trip were there, and I was like, okay, this is crazy, you know. And so I ended up playing this song that I wrote, I guess it was during the quarantine and uh growing up with my grandparents and my mom and dad and everybody and you know we were always close my family's super super close and so whenever the quarantine happened we were super far apart obviously and uh my nan and pa just wanted to see people so bad mm-hmm. and you know how dangerous that was and mm-hmm. we're like don't come down here like we love you guys like we're we can call you we can facetime you yeah and so we see them driving down the driveway we're like this is not good and so they take their chairs and put them in the yard, and they're just looking at us. They're like, we just want to know there's people. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And you can't say anything. You're just like, okay. And so we set our chairs all the way back. 
towards the garage. Well, I go inside for maybe, maybe five minutes, and I come back out, and my paw has grabbed a bucket out of the garage and is giving my Nana a pedicure and is doing her nails for her. And I was like, I want to love like that. Mm. You know, they love each other so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, it's just unbelievable. They've been together over 50 years. Oh, wow. Nana got married when she was 14. It's just like mind-blowing. And I'm 23 years old. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and um, and I had that idea for a song. And I was just a love like that kind of idea. And um, it's called One Day. And it's basically the, the hook of the song is... Uh, you know, if you live to touch a hundred years and your time on earth is done, then I want to live to be a hundred minus one day. Mm. There you Cause, go. Yeah, because I never want to live without you. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. I got to hear that song. I haven't heard that. Yeah, yet, I know. So I'm dying to hear that. So, what's next for you when you go back to the States? Um, definitely going to take a rest day. It's been crazy out here. It's been a lot of fun, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exhausting. I know. Like, I know. I bet you're exhausted. Yeah. Like, here's my 40 millionth interview. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing a lot. We've been, we've been busy. <laughs> but um, when I go back home, definitely going to be back in the studio. going to record one okay. day because um, my grandparents' anniversary is coming up. And oh, so I'm cool. surprising them. They haven't heard the song yet. Okay. So I love that. Um, oh, it, that's gonna. I know. Up, man. It, Nana's birthday it was yesterday when I was singing that song, so it was just like. <laughs> I know. And then uh, one of the writers here, Eric Pasley, he's one I really look up to, and he was there. Mm. And I come off stage, and he was like, "That was a great song." And everything in my body just went. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. You got the knife, from Eric Pasley. I was like, I was like, okay. That's a good knife. I know. I called my mom, and I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. I love that. So, yeah, it was really, really cool. So when I get back home recording, writing, um, it's honestly just looking at the calendar because I live on a week-to-week basis right now, just traveling and everything. It's kind of like if I can get through this week, then I can get to the next one. Love it. All right. Well, um, thank you very much, Hunter. Go appreciate that. This is Johnny D uh, for the Climb Show Music Business Podcast on American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network. That's americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. And we are broadcasting here live from the Nashville Nights International Songwriters Festival in Odense, Denmark. And once again, Hunter Girl, thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you. you. Always. Take care. All right, Climbers, that's it. We hope you enjoyed the the Hunter Girl interview there. Super cool, man. Way fun. We want you to, first of all, come to Nashville Nights International Songwriting Festival in Denmark. You haven't been there. It's great. You can see us live, Brent and I, interviewing a new couple handfuls of hit songwriters and getting to the bottom of everything that they're doing, asking all the questions that you present to us. But if you can't make it, give us the question. Send them into info at daredevilproduction.com or respond to Brent's email or respond to my email. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top and hopefully in bed. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 